Hello and welcome to episode 112 of the Talking Football Podcast. My name's Derek Clark and each week we try and bring you an in-depth interview with some of the most colourful and engaging characters involved in the game. After a short break, we're back and with the Premier League campaign kicking off on Friday, millions of us are entering our fantasy football teams. As an absolute amateur when it comes to this, I thought it best to get an expert on so I'm delighted to say we're joined this week by Ethan James from the Fantasy Football Hub. He gives us a lowdown on what you need to do to rustle up a decent 11, what to look out for, hints and tips and everything in between that will see you go from bottom of the division to challenging with the big boys. Well, maybe. So sit back and enjoy the latest episode of the Talking Football Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Talking Football Podcast, a very special edition this week as well with the Premier League kicking off on Friday. Uh, thousands of us are putting in, in certain teams for the, the Fantasy Football League, of course. I know absolutely hee-haw about it, so I thought I'd get an expert on Ethan James from the, the Fantasy Football Hub. Ethan, how are you doing? Hi Derek, yeah, not too bad. How are you? Yeah, yeah, not too bad at all, thank you. Yeah, I'm really hoping that you're going to uh, well, pick my team for me. We're speaking off air there. I, I auto-picked mine. I've started to get around to it properly. Normally, I don't know, have a clue what I'm doing, so I'm hoping, hoping that you're going to give me some guidance. Well, there's just three days to go, Derek, and I don't have a definite team yet. So, um, yeah, it's, there's, there's been things changing in pre-season, stuff I've, had, I've been looking out for. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's becoming, we're getting closer to that time now where we really need to, get our teams in and our final drafts. Absolutely. So um, the work that you do, I mean, the Fantasy Football Hub, it's uh, immensely popular, Ethan, and Fantasy Football itself is sort of grown year on year. What sort of work do, they, do you and those guys do? Yeah, so those guys at the Fantasy Football Hub, um, that all the uh, presenters and the writers, those guys are the uh, real experts. And these guys have, have, have finished in the, in, the, in the top 1K and... Uh, really high finishes uh, year after year, very consistent as well. And we've got some guys who've won the, um, the, 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 one of the guys has won the Sky um, Fantasy Football. He, he won it. So these yeah. guys know what they're talking about. I'm just a, a, a mere uh, social media guy. However, uh, as a part of my job, obviously I have to uh, read a lot of these articles and um, listen to what these guys have to say. So I've definitely picked up some, advice along the way so uh, these last couple of months working for the fantasy football hub has definitely helped uh ha- help me improve my fantasy football skills definitely yeah yeah absolutely and um, what is it well i guess it's no is it a secret is that the tricks of the trade that, that people should be should be uh looking out for yeah um it's all to do with like strategy really and really planning out what you're going to do uh, so at the Fantasy Football Hub, a lot of the guys and, and the stuff we use, we've got things like comparison tools to see what players are we going to are we going to recommend if we're comparing 7.5 million players, for example, Yotta and Greenwood are two ones to focus on at the minute because it looks like those guys will be uh, will be playing. There's looking at optostats, uh, looking at last season. Uh, there's, there's 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 loads of things, and yeah, I've, I've actually got some tips and things. If you'd uh, like Derek to improve your team uh, in particular and whoever's 
listening. So things like looking for for players who are nailed on to be uh, playing. Uh, so you don't want these rotation players. There's a big problem with picking Man City players at the minute because you don't know who's going to play in the Pep roulette. Um, so, of course, you want to have Man City players in there, but do you dare roll the die and see what happens? Um, other things such as making sure you've got the set-piece takers. Um, so, for example, Lucas Dinier of Everton at the minute looks like he'll be uh, taking the penalties and uh, sorry, taking the free kicks and things because uh, Guilford Sigurdsson will be playing and Bruno Fernandes, he was the penalty merchant of last year and that's why everybody jumped on him and he ended up with uh, some of the most points in the league. So these guys you need to look out for and obviously you need to avoid going for players who are injury prone, those who get yellow cards and uh, and, and and booking points. And um, yeah, don't don't let your loyalties affect you as well. Um, I'm a I'm, I'm a Newcastle fan. I think it might not be too wise for me to throw <laughs> Joe Linton in up top. Um, so yeah, keep 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 your loyalties to one side and go for the players who are going to get you those points. Yeah, it's it's, it's a much to do with formations and things like that. Uh, I know from time to time, week to week. Uh, well, last season I was looking at formations, and, and many people maybe think that just stick everybody up front, and and that's the best bet. What, what what's the best outlook for the to um, formations? Yeah, well, you'll you'll remember a few seasons ago, um, so the likes of Liverpool. Uh, who had that incredible uh, run, the likes of Trent Alexander-Arnold and um, Robertson, you really wanted in your team because they were defending brilliantly and getting those clean sheets points. But also they were getting goals and assists, um, especially assists. So it's really good to keep an eye for those uh, defenders who really contribute going forward. Obviously, uh, formation-wise, yeah, probably you want to look at those attacking players and those ones who get those um, goal and assist returns. for me, I think I'll be looking at some defenders um, this year to, to be aiming where I'm going to be um, putting my cash. The likes of Cresswell last season got 11 assists um, yeah. and, and he's only 5.5 at West Ham. West Ham looked pretty solid at the minute under Moyes, finishing sixth last season. Uh, like like I said before, Luca Dinier, he looks like he'll be on uh, free kicks and things. Rafa Benitez will definitely... Uh, tighten them up at the back, of course. They, they lost 4 0 the other day to Man United in pre season, but that's pre season, so hopefully not too much to go off that. But um, yeah, um, formation wise, I'm personally going to be going down more of a defensive focus. I, um, I, I'm not the expert though, Derek. I'm probably wrong on this one. I don't know. But um, <laughs> yeah, look, look, look at the likes of uh, the forward options, likes of Ivan Tony. He's quite a cheap one if you want to go cheap up top. Um, there's Danny Ings who's just on to Villa um, so yeah there's, there's some there's some definitely good attacking options so don't just go all money out on the defenders how, how important would you say that the goalkeeping position is and I mean it's an area the field I, I think I had Alisson in goals uh, last season and some other random guy, guy that never get a game but how, how important is it that the goalkeeping side of things well, I think we saw Emmy Martinez last year of Aston Villa. He racked up the points. Yeah, and for me especially, he we, we we've got a head to head head head. Sorry, we've got a head to head league with uh, my mates, and Emmy Martinez definitely uh, won me a few uh, game weeks against my pals. So um, yeah, goalkeeping especially important because you're getting those clean sheet points, and you're also getting those save bonuses as well. 
Um, so lots of people are looking at uh, Melier from Leeds because he'll be racking up the save bonuses. Uh, Martinez, like I now uh, 5.5 million. So uh, he's a little bit more steep than last time. But if you want a if you want a good goalkeeper, he'll be the one to watch. Definitely Martinez. Um, at the minute, I've gone for uh, Sanchez of Brighton. Um, I think Brighton were defending quite well towards the end of last season and at 4.5 mil. Um, I think he's a, a, a decent budget goalkeeper who will definitely get save points and clean sheets. Yeah. In terms of the, the midfield area, uh, Ethan, is there anybody in particular that we should be getting in our team? Yeah, well, um, I, I, of, of course, you have to have some premium midfielders in there and maybe some uh, slightly cheaper options. Um, so it goes without saying, you need Mohamed Salah. You can't have a FPL season, a successful FPL season without having Mohamed Salah in there. And he'll be probably uh, my captain going into game week one against Norwich. Um, Bruno Fernandes, again, there's been a big debate on Twitter of Fernand yes or Bruno. Um, I would probably be in the Fernand yes camp um, because I, I know he didn't have a, a brilliant Euros. Um, but man, last season he was brilliant and we talked about set pieces. Uh, Man United are looking brilliant um, in terms of the signings they've made. They're going to be, I think they could be real title challengers this season. Uh, So uh, Fernandes and Salah are the definite ones in there. Slightly cheaper options. Um, Mason Greenwood, I think he'll be um, starting for Man United with Marcus Rashford being out. You can get him for 7.5 million. And Diego Yotta as well of Liverpool, Again, 7.5. There's a risk of rotation. Obviously, Bobby Firmino, you'd expect him to be uh, playing a lot of games as well. But we also saw Liverpool last season playing all four of Mane, Salah, uh, Bobby and um, Yotta as well. So you could see all of those guys playing. But um, yeah, I think in terms of slightly cheaper options as well, Rafinha of Leeds, um, 6.5 mil. Um, He was really good last season, racked up the points again. But... um, People, uh, Leeds fans in particular, think he could have achieved even more. Um, so that that's exciting to have. And Harrison um, as well, he scored more fantasy points at Leeds but, um, and, and, and last season. And he's slightly cheaper. But again, the potential that Rafinha has, um, he's a one to to watch as well. Yeah, and uh, the striking options, uh, I know that, well, we know that Jack Grealish has just moved to Manchester City. Um, would he be a player that you, you would put in, in your team? Is, is Does he get a, a big enough output to put him in? Personally, I'm going to say no. Uh, and that's because of that Pep roulette. You yeah. don't know who he's going to play. They've got Bernardo Silva. They've got Mares, uh, Torres, um, De Bruyne. All these yeah. midfield options that can get rotated. Uh, week in, week out. Um, so in terms of Grealish, I'm, 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 I'm just not too sure. I'm sure he's going to be a, a really good asset for uh, Man City this season. But for FPL, I'm going to stay away from him, I think. Yeah. And, and the, the striking options you mentioned, uh, Ivan Tony, it would be a good uh, cheap uh, uh, player to get up, up top there. Anyone else that you, you think could, could prove to be a hit this season? Yeah, I think Danny Ings could be a real oh, yeah. hit. Um, obviously, they've got uh, Watkins, I'd imagine, would probably move to uh, left wing now. That's why he plays uh, in the championship uh, for Brentford. Um, signing um, the, the lad from the Bundesliga as well. And um, Buendia, Th- those guys are really going to give Danny Ings a lot of service. So expect him to be racking up the goals for 
Aston Villa this year. Again, Watkins, um, okay, he might be moving wide, but a big part of Watkins's game last season was getting the assists as well. Um, so it wasn't just the goals for him. Um, we also saw last season Patrick Bamford was a real success. Um, I, I, I think people are, are maybe uh, not too keen on the fact that he's going to cost eight million when he can get the likes of Watkins for 0.5 cheaper, uh, Tony for 6.5 mil. But um, Bamford was uh, hopefully not a one sit, uh, one hit uh, wonder. I don't think he, uh, he he was. I think he's a definitely a good player who will get more goals for Leeds because Leeds create an awful lot of chances, an awful lot of chances. So I just think it's inevitable that you'll keep the goals flowing. Yeah, and uh, are you one, Ethan? I mean, um, I think last season I, I I didn't make too many changes each week on my team. You get you get folk that make wholesale changes every week and, and they'll take a, a drop in points and what have you. Is is there a, a is there a correct way of doing things? Do you think? Yeah, well, the way to try and avoid making all those changes is planning things out. If you've got a, a fantasy football hub, we've got like a fixture ticker so you can see what who's playing who what week. And if you can try and strategically work it out so that you've got players coming off the bench and rotating, if you've got a good squad, that kind of reduces that. Uh, last season, uh, one of my, I mean, last season of coronavirus as well, uh, games were getting cancelled. You, you didn't know what was quite going on and I, I did take a lot of uh, minus four hits which uh, isn't too great but yeah I, I, again I'm not one of the proper uh, experts like the guys that we've got at the hub so my emotions sometimes uh, take over too much and I go oh well this guy's uh, scored a, a brace today so I'm going to jump on him and bring him in when you probably shouldn't do that you should stick with the players for the longevity, really, and who you think are going to average more points out across the season. So, yeah, try and not hit that panic button. Uh, obviously, you've got your your wild card, which I imagine, uh, well, most uh, FPL managers play that pretty early, uh, usually in the six, first six game weeks. So, um, yeah, that's always an option. If, if it's not going too well and you feel like you've picked the wrong team, your wild card's always there. So uh, that can bail you out. Yeah, that, that, that leads us nicely on, Ethan. I was going to ask, uh, in terms of using the wild card, you've pretty much answered it. Uh, I'm one of those. That, do you use it? Do you use it too early? Uh, see me bench boost as well. I mean, when's the, when's the sort of ideal time to use that sort of stuff? Well, a thing like a bench boost or a triple captain, you're looking for your double game weeks, uh, which usually come along as the season progresses. Um, I can't remember who I played last season, but if we, if we look across the years, we've seen the likes of um, Harry Kane, I think he scored um, He scored against Leicester in a 6-1 win and he beat Man United, they beat Man United 2-1 and I think he scored in that game as well. He racked up over 30 points in a double game week. That was a few seasons ago. Um, so, yeah, double game weeks are the ones where you really want to be playing those uh, chips and things. But, um, yeah, with, with, with your wild card, if you hit the season running and it's going really well, there's no need to use it. Just hold fire. But... I think it's quite difficult to predict um, how things are going to go those first few game weeks. So it takes a time takes time for the season to settle as well and players to find the groove. Um, so yeah, if you can hold on, hold on. But um, if you if you're getting a little bit worried and things aren't going your way, it's always there for you to use. Yeah, and I was going to ask as well. I made a a schoolboy error last uh, season, the first uh, week of the season. I think I had 
Uh, so many Man City and Man United players, and they weren't even they weren't even playing the first week. So I guess it's important <laughs> just to keep your eye on the deadline because so many weeks I've missed that missed that deadline. Yeah, I I think in in, in previous words uh, previous years when I wasn't as active on FPL or as uh, taking it as seriously as I am now, there was definitely those uh, game weeks where I forgot about the deadline and it really screwed me over. So yeah, be wary of those deadlines and uh, those 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 game weeks that sometimes start midweek as well. So keep an eye out for them, especially during the uh, Christmas period where it gets a bit busy. Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of, I mean, I joined, I've joined a league in, in a cup with uh, friends of mine. Uh, do you enjoy that, Ethan? That the, the sort of banter amongst uh, pals and all that sort of stuff, that the, the rivalry that, that that goes on, it's um, it's good fun, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the the reason I got into my my job at the minute now is because at home during lockdown, me and my mates at university decided. Uh, what could we do to pass the time? And we made our own fantasy football podcast and it wasn't anything serious. It was more to rip our friends in our head-to-head league and uh, make fun of them and um, just just talk nonsense, really. And it was a really good pastime. Um, so, yeah, I, I, especially with mates as well who we couldn't see uh, during those tough times, having the podcast there for us to uh, talk about and listen to and then whack it in the group chat and see what folk... Uh, thought of it was a really good uh, thing to keep us going. But yeah, fantasy football in terms of the, the crack of your mates, I think that's the, the most important thing for me. But obviously you've got those people who take it really seriously as well and want to achieve high finishes and things. So there's a good balance. If you want to play it really competitively, uh, go for it. But also if it's a bit of fun with your mates and um, makes those Premier League games a little bit more interesting as well. So when you're watching, uh, I don't know, Burnley, West Brom or whoever it is and, and you've and you've for some reason captained Ashley Barnes it makes that game a little bit more bearable yeah yeah certainly not a, a super Sunday classic that one and um, of no, course the, the, the season kicks off on Friday night Brentford taking on Arsenal um have you got any players in mind that it, you, you would select for that game Ethan is it is it, is it one we should is it one we should be keeping an eye on well I think Ivan Tony is the one that Everybody will be keeping their eyes on. I think it was something, I think Thomas Frank said in, uh, Thomas Frank was interviewed the other day about Tony's fitness. Yeah, yeah, he thinks he'll be fine. I I think the interviewer said as well that over two and a half million FPL managers have him in the team. So I think that's the the player everyone will be watching as well. Um, A lot of fantasy managers have brought in Ben White uh, because he's a cheap uh, 4.5 mil option. So maybe... Uh, you're hoping that Tony doesn't find the back of the net and White can come away with some clean sheet points. But yeah, there's some differentials in there as well. Um, you've got Pepe. A lot of people are swinging towards him, thinking that this could be a season where he explodes. Um, I don't know. He's not a player I'm personally gravitating towards. Um, the Smith Rowe, will Smith Rowe be uh, playing much this season? He's a good option for 5.5 mil. And he really uh, come to fruition at the end of last season. So there's definitely some players to be looking out for, but I think Tony's the one that uh, most FPL managers will be keeping an eye on. Yeah, absolutely. And to, before we, we finish up, a, a couple of ones, Ethan, in terms of the sub-bench, um, what, what, what's your feeling amongst that? Do you pick a, a strong bench? Or, I guess when you've got uh, a, certain, a certain amount of money, then, then it's difficult sometimes to, to pick the, uh, a strong enough bench for your, uh, for your team. It, it's difficult, but there's been big news recently of Andy Robertson's injury. 
Yes. So you can get players like Timishkas in, if that's how you pronounce it, the left back, for 4-0, which is remarkably cheap. You've got um, Amati from Leicester City. Johnny Evans is injured, so you'll be expecting for him to play. And so is uh, Fafana as well. He's out until 2022, I think. That's right, yeah. So players like Amati and um, and, and the, the Liverpool left-back, if you get these in, these players in cheap, if you want a cheaper defence, you can definitely maybe bulk up that bench a little bit more. Um, but yeah, it, it's difficult at the start of the season as well when you've only got 100 mil to spend and you've not built up your team value as much yet to really bulk out that bench because we all want those star players uh, in our teams. But um, yeah, if you can get a good bench, um, it, it's sometimes nice to have that uh, rotation of a goalkeeper. I'm trying to get, um, I think it's Bulkman, the uh, the goalkeeper for Watford, um, in as a rotation for maybe Sanchez or Brighton so I can have pick between who they're playing every week and maybe rotate them around. Uh, but usually with me, I pick the wrong goalkeeper and the good goalkeeper is on the bench. So look out for things like that as well. If you can have good options and rotate, it's it's a really healthy thing to have on FPL. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you mentioned that the podcast and things like that, uh, Ethan, and uh, Fantasy Football Hub. How do people get in contact? Well, find the podcast and, and, and find yourself and, and, and that sort of thing uh, online. Yeah, well, we, for, for my personal podcast, we need to really uh, get that up and running again. Uh, we, we've, we've, we've split as a house now, so not everybody is together. But if we can get it going again and maybe get some special guests on, that's two free, tra- uh, two free transfers podcast. Let's try and get that up and going again. But the uh, Fantasy Football Hub, that's where you want all your professional stuff and your, your, your proper content. And if you want to succeed this season, uh, fantasyfootballhub.com. Uh, they've got all the, the 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 tools you need to succeed and win your mini league. So even go as high as challenging for the overall FPL crown, because why not? So uh, yeah, all that content, uh, fantasyfootballhub.com. Superb. Well, it's been absolutely brilliant having you on, Ethan. I feel like a, I'm a fantasy football league expert after hearing your, uh, <laughs> your exquisite... Maybe not listen to me, Derek. I think there might be some other... Fantasy football geniuses out there. I, I don't know how well I'm going to do. I, I play with, I'm too emotional with FPL sometimes, too flippant. Yeah. And you need a more of a strategic mind at times. So hopefully, Derek, you've took on, on board some of that advice and you will be more strategic with your FPL in the future. Yeah, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Magic, thank you very much for joining us. That was great. <laughs> no worries at all. Thank you. was episode 112 of the Talking Football podcast with Ethan James from the Fantasy Football Hub. As ever, I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to listen to any previous episodes, you can catch them all on pretty much all podcast platforms and are also on YouTube. Just search for Talking Football. Be also sure to check out and subscribe to the Talking Football website, just talkingfitball.co.uk. You'll find a whole load of great content on there. If you're on Twitter, you can follow us at Talking underscore football, and we're on Facebook as well. Hope you can join me again next time, and I'll be chatting to the much-travelled and much-loved goalkeeper, John Hillcote. But until then, keep safe, and bye for now. Mm-hmm.